Good morning. It's been a while. It's been a long while. Actually, let me check how long it has been. I don't know where you get your podcasts. I personally use Spotify. But it's been a hot minute since I posted... Well, I can't even find my... Oh, here we go. Here I am. The last time I uploaded was, well, almost over two years ago. Do you believe that? That is wild to think. Wow. Yeah. So, um, (laughs) yeah, it's definitely been a while. A lot has happened since then, and I'll probably get to talking about a lot of those later on. But hopefully I can be a little bit more consistent. I think a good amount of my inconsistency did have to do with the fact that I'm a little hypercritical of myself. And, you know, this comes into play and not just making this podcast, but it also comes into play when I draw, when I paint, when I make music, when I do other creative processes. I like to hold myself to a high standard. And I think I was a little worried just, you know, making a podcast that would be good. I wanted it to not just be like, eh, it's whatever. I wanted it to be great. Like, I really wanted to be excited, I guess, share this podcast. I wanted to be excited about, you know, making this. And along with a lot of other stuff happening in the past two years. I just didn't really have the drive to make it. It's weird. I don't know. Maybe you've experienced something similar. But yeah, just a a little briefness, since I'll probably talk about it later on. But in the last two years, I graduated from college. I applied to medical school. I didn't get into medical school. I began working on some research projects. And some stuff has been going well. We applied for some funding and I've been learning a lot about the the research process. And we'll see, I might end up switching paths into a more research-oriented pathway. But, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see how that all plays out. You know, if I find consistency here, I'll keep you updated as that comes along. But, yeah, so that's, that's been my last two years. So, like, it's been a lot of school. Um, I have actually kept up a good amount with Music. I took a lot of music classes, actually, in the last two years. I actually started my music classes right when I started this podcast. And I continued those on for a full year. And then this last couple months... I've been teaching and I definitely got to say I I found a love for teaching 
you know, teaching us something that I think is so rewarding because you get to share your own knowledge, your own anecdotes with a new group of individuals interested in the material. And it's amazing to see the kind of progress that people can make. It's amazing to see the different types of learners there are. It's amazing to see the different kind of effort that some students put forth. And obviously any and all effort is great effort, but the types of effort, like some students like to, you know, spend a lot of time studying uh, the, the textbook or reading the slides. And other students like to spend more time in office hours talking through things. And it's great to see both types and both styles. And some students did both. And whatever works for whatever type of person works for them. And there's obviously no right or wrong way, but it's just really interesting to see the different types of studying habits. And, you know, being on the other side of the table, now that I'm all done with school, at least for the time being, hopefully I'll be applying to some grad schools this uh, in these next couple months. But being on the other side of the table, you really see, and you can start to reflect on your own styles and habits. And, you know, reflecting, I was like, wow, I mean, looking at my study habits throughout college, I had a strong beginning. I think I had a little bit of a dip because I had some uh, personal matters going on. But then I definitely had another strong uptrend. And it's... I can see, you know, like how I was just talking about, I was reflecting like, oh, some students come to office hours, some spend, uh, some spend a lot of time studying textbooks, sometimes they did both. And I think reflecting back early on, I was definitely more of, I'm going to learn the material in class, I'm going to review it, I'm going to maybe spend some time talking with friends about it and I'm gonna go talk to the professor. I loved spending time talking about all of the subject matter with other people because I didn't really like studying on my own at that time. Flash forward a couple of years, when I have to start studying for the MCAT, I'm like, wow, this is very much a self-driven process. You know, this process is something where you need to be fully devoted and fully focused. You can't really be distracted by other people. At least this is what I found most helpful because I, I had the opportunity to study with others, but I chose not to because I knew going into a graduate program, whether it be medicine or whatever else, uh, a PhD program or a master's, I knew that it would be a lot of self-studying. Not to say that there wouldn't be opportunities to study with others, 
but a lot of going through my last couple years or my last two years junior and senior year mostly my senior year in undergraduate I knew that I I guess it was a reflection on myself I started to realize that I did study better on my own and I loved studying with other people and it was great for me whenever I had a big exam coming up I always loved going back to that group activity of studying with other people but there is, in my own opinion, a time and a place for that type of group studying. I realize, you know, group studying is great for review, but it's not the best to learn. Actually, I will make a caveat to that. I think group studying is perfect for someone who needs to get reacquainted with the material. Like if you haven't really been paying attention all semester, Definitely hop in a group as almost a review to get yourself started on the self-studying process. And then after that, you know, spend some time on your own and then jump back into that group studying process. I think that is another thing that I learned over the last couple years is just, and also reflecting on uh, as a teacher you can see the amount of material covered and when I started writing finals and when I started writing quizzes and midterms you start to see wow there is a lot of material here and if someone just started studying a week before the final when I bring it up I don't even know if that's enough time to start studying for it like it's so important to not procrastinate if you really want to perform well and I think seeing that as a professor you know, seeing what kind of effort goes into making the test. Because I personally put a lot of effort into making the test. Seeing the type of effort, and, and quizzes as well, but seeing the type or the time put in to the exams that are going to test your knowledge, that are going to test your studying abilities, I can just say, like, there is no room to procrastinate ever. And you know, reflecting back on taking the MCAT and all uh, the other things that have been going on. Yeah, it, studying and learning can be done in so many ways. But I think most importantly, it's really critical to get comfortable studying on your own. And I say that because learning is very much an individualized journey. And the reason I say that, and the reason I really wanna put emphasis on that is because there will be times in life where you can start to compare yourself with other people. And it's so important not to, because only you know how far along the journey you are. In how far along you are in the journey <laughs> so it's really important not to get you know caught up in comparing yourself it's good to I think study with other people because you know we're social creatures and I think even people who like to study a lot on their own I think they can get a lot of benefit with studying from other people 
because even if you think, oh, I'm just going to get held back, if you're like a superstar and you're always ahead of the curve and you put a lot of effort and time in, you know, there's still benefit to studying with others. And that benefit comes from teaching. And, you know, reflecting back on those last couple months as a teacher, because I've, I've also TA'd before, so reflecting on that as well. I think a lot of learning comes from teaching. I think having to see the material from someone else's lens is really important in your own development because as you start to see the subtle nuances that other people see the material with, maybe you didn't see something from a certain point of view. Maybe, you know, maybe someone else has a interesting analogy that you didn't have and maybe it's going to help you remember it really well. Now, there's obviously some downsides to studying with other people. Like if they have a misconception, some misconceptions can be super, super easy to catch yourself. And it's like, oh my gosh, I totally understood the material, but the way you're describing it is so confusing now I'm so confused and obviously that's a downside to studying with other people but you know that just speaks to the fact that you know maybe you should actually review that concept a little bit more because if you can't explain through a misconception or if you don't know the material well enough you know that is a weak point and you know obviously being a student versus being a teacher the level of knowledge that you need to know is very different. You know, if you're a student, you're not expected to master the subject. But if you're a teacher, you have to know the subject material well enough to actually answer those misconception questions. That being said, I've also learned that it's important, I think for everyone, this kind of like a humbleness thing. If you don't know the answer to something, just be like, man, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. You know, maybe it's something like if someone asks a question or has a misconception, if you don't want to catch that misconception or if you think that you wouldn't be able to answer it and you're studying with some other students, you'd be like, that's interesting. That's that's a interest, interesting way to look at it. I really don't know, but you should email the professor. And as a professor, I can tell you, I love it when students ask me those kind of questions. Because it shows that, you know, someone's putting in the time. You know, let me also put it this way. I think there are some concerns that students have and reflecting on my own concerns. Like, oh, I don't want to annoy the teacher. Oh, I don't want to ask a dumb question. But that is the worst way to look at things. Because if you're ever emailing a professor... We, I love to see students email me questions. And the only time I was ever annoyed is like right before the final or right before a project was due, like literally hours before something was due when I'd given weeks of notice. The only thing that was ever annoying is like asking some clarifying questions like right before it was due. Like there, I had so many students ask me, well in advance and I had so many students ask me right before 
something was due. And obviously I understand, you know, in our busy lives, it's hard to put so much effort into one class. And as reflecting as a student, I mean, I, I took as many classes as I could every semester. You know, I really wanted to maximize my tuition. So I fully loaded every semester. So obviously it's hard for me to put in a lot of effort into one class. So I obviously, you know, procrastinate a lot too, but I'm just saying the only time a professor would ever get annoyed is if it's super last minute and they might not even be annoyed. They might just be like, oh, let me answer this. Or, oh, I wish you'd asked me earlier because I would love to really talk about this for like an hour and really clarify it. So that's the only piece of advice I would give in that regard. But yeah, you know, it's, it's really good to always study on your own because learning is that individualized journey. And I think it's going back to what I guess the point I was trying to make is don't compare yourself to other people. And the process of learning is one that needs to be on your own. And it can be aided or supplemented with other people. But to really get as much out of learning as you can, you need to be able to do it on your own. And, you know, that really just comes down to the fact that, you know, hey, I love this material and I want to learn it. So I'm going to put in the time and effort. That might also look like, wow, I think I know this material and I want to clarify it. So I'm going to go talk with some other people and see what they think about it. Or, wow, I learned a lot, but I have some questions about what I learned. So now I'm going to go ask the, you know, the, uh, someone who's well versed in the subject material, like a professor, a teacher about that question. And let me also just say that if you ever have a question, I've had a lot of great things come from this. If you ever have a question about a subject material months after you've taken a class, just shoot that professor an email. You know, if I'm in the sciences, so if I read an interesting article, I'll send it a professor's way. I'll be like, have you read this? Did you see this? Let's talk about it. And the responses I get are always, or eh, some of them have not been ideal, but most of them have been great. Sometimes I'll get a professor like, wow, cool, or neat. And that's obviously like, oh, that's, that's lame. But you know, obviously, that's not the, uh, I, I think most, most professors are interested in the material themselves so they obviously love talking about that kind of material and I've sparked some great conversation with uh, past professors of mine about just showing them some cool research articles that I found and it also looks as a professor you feel very happy because you see that a, a student an ex-student of yours has put in the effort outside of that class time to you know, delve deeper into that subject material. Like, wow, I wonder if I helped inspire them to continue to be curious about this material. Or wow, I'm so thankful that they thought of me when reading this. You know, 
it, it's great to see that kind of effort. And, you know, I really encourage wherever you are along your educational journey to go and take some time, you know, refresh yourself, refresh yourself on your own in a subject matter you're interested in, whether it be maybe it's like art, art history, maybe it's math, maybe it's calculus, maybe it's pre-calculus, maybe it's geometry, maybe it's chemistry, biology, physics, maybe it's English and writing and the different types of rhetoric there are, and maybe it's philosophy, maybe you want to read up more on Descartes, or maybe you want to learn about the early philosophers, maybe it's about religion, and maybe it's about medicine, maybe it's about social, political issues, like the ancient history of something you know whatever it might be just go out and refresh yourself on the concepts you know go read a little bit more about something you're interested in you know re-inspire yourself to continue learning because I think one thing that can get a little discouraging about whether it be school or on your own you shouldn't ever let something like a class or school get in the way of learning. And whether it be also like a some type of, you know, job process application and you want to learn about the industry, don't let some rejections get in the way of your learning. Because at the end of the day, if you're trying to go and move forward in life, the most important thing you can do is learn and gain experience. And whether or not someone is going to help you gain that experience, you can always count on yourself to give yourself the best foot forward in learning, in gaining that experience. You know, it's... Like I said, it's, it's definitely a, a self-paced journey. So if someday you're burnt out learning, stop. If some days you feel like you want to study until 6 a.m., you know, maybe, <laughs> or study from 6 p.m. to 6 a.m., maybe pump the brakes on that idea because studies do show that you don't have as much retention unless you're taking proper breaks in between. Um, that's just some pedagogical knowledge I've learned going through some classes on how to be a better teacher and how to recommend better study techniques. You know, there is a proper way to study, for sure. So the, the proper way is always, you know, keep up with material and put in, you know, 15 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour, two hours maybe if you're really about it, maybe three hours, you know, if you're in school, undergraduate, graduate, a master's program, if you're in high school, if you're whatever, wherever you are in your journey, you might need to be putting in five, six hours. You know, that's a lot. It sounds like a lot, but realistically, if you're taking like six classes, it's like an hour for each class. 
you might have to put that effort in. And you're going to see great results. And if you're just on a self-paced, individualized journey on learning a certain subject, you know, if you're just putting in like an hour, maybe an hour and a half, maybe even 45 minutes, what that can look like is, you know, 15 minutes, five minute break, 15 minutes, five minute break, 15 minutes, five minute break. At the end of it, you've spent an hour, only an hour of your day, and you've just put in three sessions of solid studying. And, you know, this also comes back to the not getting burnt out and having education be a self-paced process because it's really easy to get unmotivated and to lose the momentum of studying. So it's important to give yourself time limits on studying. You know, you shouldn't pull a 24-hour study session because even if you have the ability to cram knowledge, that knowledge isn't retained as effectively because that knowledge isn't stored as effectively long-term as it is short-term. And unless you're constantly recalling that knowledge after that, then it's not actually ever getting stored in long-term. And you're just losing out on that time spent that could have been spent doing other things. And it's just not very effective. But the key here, what I really want to get across is that learning is a process that you take full responsibility of on your own. It is a process that you need to be committed to. It is a process that you will take charge and you will pace yourself on. Learning a subject is just as much of a learning process as learning how you learn. In learning anything, you're not just learning that subject, you're also learning about yourself, what interests you, how you can study right now at the moment. You can learn about some of your weaknesses maybe, like maybe you can't sit down for more than 10 minutes. And obviously everyone has different amounts of attention. So find your optimal way and time of attention and utilize that. You know, learn about yourself. Learn how you can be the best you. And also, you know, never compare yourself to others because every step that you take along your journey is completely on your own. You might walk along the same path as someone else for a while, but that doesn't mean that you're going to continue down that path with them. Maybe they branch off. You know, maybe they run ahead. Maybe they fall behind. A learning journey is yours. So go get after it. You know, like I said, go pick up that old textbook on art history. Go read some papers on philosophy. Go pick up that pen and paper and or paintbrush, pastels, crayons, colored pencils. Go pick up that instrument. Go pick up those drums. Go pick up that guitar, that piano, that violin, that clarinet, that bassoon, oboe, saxophone, whatever it is. Go out, go get learning, 
go remind yourself that you're in this journey because you want to be there and you want to learn about yourself. You know? Go have fun with it. Thank you so much for letting me be a part of your day, your morning, evening, afternoon, whatever time it is. I hope you can tune in next time. Not quite sure what topic it will be, but it will be good. <laughs> so I'll see you next time, and go get learning. Thank you, and have a great day.